Hey, welcome to the show. I'm Aaron. And I'm James. And welcome to the Dads of Destiny podcast. We're excited y'all are here hanging out with us. We took a break last week. You had a friend come in town and then got to show them around San Antonio, right? Yeah, we yeah. took a little, enjoyed the holiday week, spent some time with family and friends. It was a good time. Yep. But if you thought that we were gone, don't worry. We're here for you. Don't call it a comeback. When we never left. So, <laughs> hey, yeah. So super excited to be hanging out with y'all. Um, we wanted to talk about, not some, necessarily some Destiny 2 news, because we feel that nothing's really going to happen in the game until like August 22nd when they're doing like their final shape preview or whatever. But when does, do they have a date for the final shape release? I don't think so. I think, I think everyone's just kind of waiting on standby for that, right? Like, gotcha. I mean... I know that I I know that I am like I I remember I used to hop on to do like a couple strikes, mm-hmm. do you know I do like the story mission stuff. Now I literally hop on, play a couple things of PvP because there's they're structured. They're it's like the fastest activity you can do mm-hmm. is get in and get like a game of PvP, and then everything else like and we both said off off show like we haven't even done the raid yet, and there's a dungeon too, right? Yeah, there is. Like, I haven't done. I'm. I think I'm two dungeons behind and a raid, <laughs> right? Which is super weird for you, yeah. you know. And so, yeah. So I think it's, um, yeah, definitely feeling. Maybe. It's just easy to get behind in Destiny on like the meta and things you need to do to catch up. It does and feel that way. It's for me at least. It's almost daunting. Like, oh, I have to do this many things to be able to do the raid or to do the dungeon and to get my power level up. Like every season, it's. Uh, it's a strain almost to get raid ready or in game ready when you've already accomplished that. Yeah, and I think that's and I think that's it's funny that's that's kind of like the the limbo spot that they're in currently, right? Is like too much content or not enough? Like yeah. we're we're boring, it's repetitive, or oh, we built up so much that how do you get back in after? So but my thing is, you have to do the boring and repetitive stuff to get. To the point where you can do the new stuff. Mm. So that's kind of the drawback for me in getting really diving back in. Yeah. I mean, I'm still not even at the light cap level and they haven't even, and they, and they didn't raise it. Like they yeah. normally do like raise it an extra 10. Like mm-hmm. I'm still, um, I'm still stuck at like 1806 or something like that mm-hmm. when it's like 1810. Right. I don't so. even know what my light level is. I haven't been on in probably like two months or so. I bet you're still at like the 1800 or 1810, whatever you were at. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's... I never got to the cap. Oh, you didn't? I was, I think Did probably you get to well... the soft cap? I think I got to the soft cap, but okay. not anywhere to like powerful cap or anything like that. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. I mean, dude, so technically we're both in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> but some big video game news that did break was Microsoft... Um, overcame another hurdle on so do they have it now or is it i don't there know another hurdle that they have to go through i mean who knows it, you know a lot of that stuff takes like time like the due diligence all that stuff you know which i'm sure they've already done their due diligence which is why they yeah initially agreed upon the offer and then they got attorneys and closings and things like that and some other people who may try to boycott it but you're so you're super concerned about it and i am just because i don't think microsoft has good intentions well what do you what do you mean by good intentions because during the proceedings it came out that they were gonna try and price out sony like spend so much money that sony can't even be relevant and Mm. i don't sony 
has a lot less money than Microsoft, but right. they do a oh. lot better of a job in the video games market to me. Hmm. And I don't think it's good for gaming if Microsoft just eliminates them, the competition. Yeah, no, I don't think it's good for for anyone if you know they're coming and i think that's like the big concern right is the monopoly thing you yeah. know where they, and that they have the intention to do that is what's concerning for me yeah i and and they're definitely going after like the console part right yeah. because sony i don't think sony sony makes tvs they make electronics but they don't make computers do they? i don't think so they make movies too okay oh you know what they used to make the sony vio remember that that was a was that a tv yeah oh, i think okay. there was a sony laptop at one point okay i know they do cameras as well right so so i mean they, they do certain electronics and, and and things and then you know of course they make some movies but yeah i think that is the big thing it's like wait a minute so and and they both hold really good um i, I think this was the way to like for them to go back and really get a hold of the titles right like mm-hmm. like strong triple a titles that that I feel like Sony already had those mm-hmm. and Microsoft just really didn't. Like their big one used to be Halo. And now they still hold Halo, but Bungie made Bungie Halo. left and then Halo kind of lost its appeal. Right. It was its mass appeal, I would say. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good one cuz like I've played some of them and they weren't they weren't bad, like they were good, but it just wasn't And that kind of goes along with something you were wanting to say or talk about earlier, the marathon thing, like Oh yeah. Bungie diverting their attention to something else. Yeah. Kind of. And it makes it, it makes it feel like destiny is like, like there are just things that can just happen. So I was playing some trials this weekend and I'm not very good at it, but I enjoy it. Like I have fun Mm -hmm. and I can get pinnacles if I just stay in it and play it enough. So I solo queue and, and it's good. It's fun, which I made it all the way to five, five wins. Yep. And then lost with the mercy or yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course with the mercy for sure. (laughs) You know, you're solo queue. And so it's like, sometimes you run up against the whole team Mm -hmm. and then other times like, dude, I ran up against someone and I went like 10 and one. Oh wow. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm, and I'm not very good. Right. Like I'm like (laughs) bottom 20% or something like that on there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, other times you get Oh, and five, like you just get run through. Yeah. Uh, that's me most of the time. That's why I just don't play PVP. Hey, and, and so, uh, but I, you know, and this, this past weekend was like the Adept Immortal, but I remember, so I was sitting there and I was like peeking this corner and I was watching it. Is the Immortal still a top tier gun? Yeah. Yeah. The Adept one especially. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's still super, super good and um, probably won't be probably when they come out with the next season and they release like the big update. Mm-hmm. I think that's when everything gets kind of nerfed yeah nerfed scale back right because <laughs> apparently they're changing all the zoom in the range part mm. and that's where it really it really shines um but i was I, so we, i was playing and, and met this guy and like we were it was cool like we were chumming it up and he was he was real cool about it i was real cool about it we were just playing um once uh, like like we lost a bunch and he was on pc and so once you have somebody on pc it opens it, up the pc it does and man playing it, with pc people yeah and so all of a sudden this one guy to know where just starts hitting every headshot and knows where you are across the map the entire time i was like what is going on and i didn't know until the guy was like dude i'm pretty sure these guys are cheating and this dude bro i kid you not <laughs> it's been so long since i've ran up against like someone who was cheating because it's yeah. a lot harder to do on console dude so i'm peeking this corner and this guy slides out of nowhere, 
Didn't see the enemy before. team. Yeah, from the other side, slides out and pops me in the head, and I was like, "There's no way." They, no one. That's gotta re- be like what the closest thing you can get to feeling like a superhero, without like, a doubt, <laughs> in a video game. Yeah. The whole time, you know exactly where the other person yeah. is. You know, like you got. X-ray is it vision fun? Even is it even fun at that point for that person? You think, or is it like ultimately super fun? I think so. To be that dominant. So it reminds me of, I don't know if you ever remember the game shark. Did you ever Mm -hmm. have, you know, like that's what it reminded me of. It was fun. I remember like putting in God mode or whatever. Yeah. And it would be fun for like 10 minutes and then it would just get boring. But then. Because there's no challenge. Right. But then there were other games like, um, uh, what is it? Grand Theft Auto that Mm -hmm. you could put God mode on and it was a blast for hours on end, Mm -hmm. you know, because it was like, wait, I can do all these things. I actually lost a interest in those games as well just because there is no structure you can do any i don't like chaos i guess gotcha gotcha and so you're definitely more calvinistic than arminius no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's a bible joke for everybody oh. theology joke predestination versus free will so just to bring some some perspective to it but <laughs> james is definitely predestined no no there's structure there is a plan um I'm messing with you, bro. Uh, he, he's just looking at me like, "No, that's all good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm good." <laughs> like, hey, dude, we don't I'm have just time. You cook. I'm yeah. just you cook. You're like, I don't have time for your weird Bible nerd stuff. Okay, <laughs> like that's just too weird. It does, and and it is. It is super weird. So, anyways, um, the uh, what were we talking about, bro? I just totally. Went I think off that's the, edge. the first time you've ever. I've usually been impressed with your ability to re engage back with the original topic yeah so, i mean i know it was something i know i know i know what we're talking i know what we're talking god about mode as far and as video games god mode of video games because i was about to take it all the way back <laughs> um, about i was to start about, preaching no no I was, <laughs> I was just literally about to take it all the way back to hey microsoft versus sony but yes yeah, and so with the god mode like i mean it i think that just knowing that you're causing rage to everybody there's that extra thing mm, that's the troll inside of you just that would get the see but the enjoyment I, out of that no, no no i'm not saying i do i'm saying that that's what other people do oh, okay. like and wanting like and having like the cheaters and stuff mm-hmm. like that's what they're that would be what they're looking for you know like that's why they would continue to do it and mm-hmm. whatever else it may be so um yeah yeah so that's kind of i think that's why i think that's why people do it that's why they cheat you know they don't and it's you know, people looking at a, a quick, easy way to do anything or boost mm-hmm. their scores. You know, people like to go and say they're better than who they are. Yeah. Um, uh, so just, I think just a lot of things kind of go into that, yeah. that psyche. But, I, you know, going back to like that feeling how Destiny doesn't, how Bungie isn't like really focused on Destiny. They're focused on Marathon. So a lot of those cheaters, like, man, they were just getting, they're just running rampant. Oh, so there's not the systems in place now to uh, correct those things because so many people are working on Marathon? That's That's been like, I've heard some YouTubers talk about that and other streamers. Okay. Like, that is going on, but at the same time, it's also not ha- or sorry like like it's just not as as active as it once was right so like mm-hmm. you can implement something and then they say they have it but it's like wait you know um maybe they let their subscription lapse on battle eye or whatever that may mm-hmm. be like stuff like that happens like even in businesses like yeah. large companies like oh hey you know or they they or you purchase the lesser option mm-hmm. you're still telling everybody like oh yeah hey we have battle eye we have this we have that 
But Isn't that illegal to make those claims, though? It could be. Yeah, but if, if that's the thing, like you said, it, it, it could be illegal. But if they don't tell anybody, you know, no one knows. There's not ways for the consumer to look into that? There could be. I just don't know. You know, mm-hmm. like, I mean. Because they'd be done if they were making these claims and they actually don't have battle AI or whatever. I'm sure. Well, see, that's just the thing. Like, what if you have it, but you downgrade it? Mm. Saves you $20,000 a month or something like that. You know, like those things totally happen. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Like, and and it feels like that, but, and of course, supposedly they're working on like back to Sony, the movie side or the TV show, you know, all those different things, the Sony entertainment side with Mm -hmm. destiny. So, and marathon, like, so there's all these different things that Bungie is, but they got paid a ton of money. Yeah. Like, I think they 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 paid billions with a B, mm-hmm. and I don't think to people, acquire Bungie. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, think about this: from zero to a, you're closer at zero to a hundred million dollars than you are a hundred million to one billion. Yeah, and a lot of people don't really like that. Doesn't and they, equate in their mind. So they got bought by Sony, and they I would assume they have the budget of Sony now too. And not just their own um, income or whatever, right? So I mean, we have both, right? Yeah. Like you have, okay, hey, we're going to purchase you for this much, and they probably allocate certain amount of that, you know, to bonuses, salaries, all those things. But then also to like future development of games. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, people were concerned when they left Activision because they lost the pockets of Activision, right? And Sony's a bigger company than Activision, so. Well, then even that though they um, they also got um, that, but with that also comes the control, right? Yeah, and I think so, Sony said they were going to remain to allow, or they were going to allow them to remain like in control of their game and not just like completely take over. Yeah, but oh, you mean uh, yes, with yeah, and, and I think that was like a big, a big selling point for them for sure. Whereas you know, I know that uh, I mean. It's, so secretly, I kind of wish that Microsoft got would have gotten Bungie, would have mm-hmm. been able to buy them, because then I, I've I feel like I think they Halo, would have re- reverted them to back. yeah they would have reverted them to Halo yeah or just given them Halo back mm-hmm. you know to be like hey and I don't have any attachments to Halo like I've never even played a Halo before so oh, I don't that's right that has to be a playthrough that we do yeah it would I mean I think you'd really enjoy it. You would look at it and you'd be like, I was feel the like, story good or was it? Oh, the made, story's incredible. Really? Oh yeah. The story's super, super good. Like it got, it got a little bit different after Bungie left, Bungie left but the story is fantastic. You know, there's so many different, um, you know, they, they do really good at adding in like the conflict between different alien races, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, different species. So it makes it super, super cool. Like, you know, and so, yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't want to ruin it for you. You know what? You should do what I do. YouTube. YouTube, that joker. <laughs> I would yeah. like to play through it. It's I've good. got an Xbox and it's on Game Pass, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's good, No dude. reason not to. Yeah, it's good. You could probably hammer out, like, the whole thing in, like, a weekend. If oh, you, wow. yeah, yeah. I mean. Like I, all the games? I think so. Eight oh, hours, wow. Eight hours each, maybe. Because you got to remember, most of them That's like, a long weekend. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. No kids. 
no I, wife. I, right? Oh, bro, good luck with that, you know. So it would <laughs> When probably, does that happen? Yeah. It would probably take you like 3 weeks, I think, to play through all okay. of Okay. You know, so like getting in, you know, getting used to it. And that and it also depends on what difficulty you play Easy on. Easy mode. That's what I'm saying, bro. Be about that life cuz there's still going to be to playing. consume the story. Absolutely. And it's I mean it's still a ton of fun. They did really good. I think it's like Halo 4 was the one. Halo 3 was the last one or Halo ODST. But either which way, I mean, Halo 1 to 3, great story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the cutscenes, of course, are, are a little bit tougher to get through now because, you know, it's older. It looks like, bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's a great one. So what are your... So in that, I didn't realize, you know, I, I sorry, not realize, but I forgot like all the... A, you know, this gives with Microsoft purchasing Activision and Blizzard mm-hmm. or Activision slash Blizzard. I mean, it really opens them up to, you know, making particular, you know, specific content for Xbox and not for PlayStation, mm-hmm. which PlayStation's already done that a bunch of times. And I feel like that was that's going to start happening more and more on but those cross on the PlayStation games. side. It's not. um these big, big, big money-making games. It's just single-player, story-driven games. Like, the Call of Duties, the... Well, Call of Duty used to have certain specific maps only for PlayStation. And so did... Or so did... I didn't say Bungie, but so did Destiny. It was like a singular weapon in Destiny. uh Like Hawkmoon. But it wasn't anything, like, game-changing or anything... kept the player or didn't keep anything game changing away from the player yeah and supposedly that's what they said they're gonna do as well really yeah they said like oh you know like we don't want to but now it's now it's one of those like it opens up to like oh hey we want you to have your console but now like no matter what like i just don't trust xbox with them coming out and because i didn't have any reservations until i saw the we want to price Sony out of the market thing. Mm. So now I don't have any faith they're going to do right by the gamers, gaming community at all. Because Sony's relevant. We need Sony to be a relevant force in the gaming industry. I mean, what other... So because what it it will be, it'll be, you know, Sony, they have their like A plus, your AAA, whatever they call Mm -hmm. them, titles, right? And then you have... What do you have? And then... You know, those big ones, Spider-Man, God of War, Horizon, Horizon, um, Last of Us, The Last of Us. Yeah. Like, and then, and then with now with this, you're going to have, I mean, a lot of theirs too, is that they're also protecting like they're, I guess like the computer gamer. Cause most of those games run on computer. And I feel like most gaming is moving over to running on computers though, as well. Uh, what do you mean? How are they protecting the computer gamer? Um, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say they're protecting the computer gamer. I think they're protecting their market share in computer gaming. Because I feel like computer gamers, that's an irrelevant kind of focus in any of this. Because most Microsoft ports everything to PC, and Sony has started porting everything to PC as well. Yeah. So even their console exclusives. So the everybody's being more inclusive of the PC gamer. I don't think Xbox purchasing this does anything for the PC market. Well, I think they're doing that to protect like their market share and be able to grow it more. Cause most of the games that they purchased or sorry with Activision and that, like the ones that are really high up are like, they are like a world of Warcraft, mm-hmm. um, Diablo, Starcraft, 
and then um because blizzard has a bunch of like premium uh computer games mm-hmm. you know that's more than what they made and i think it, having ownership and the ip rights to that it, it, essentially is what they're is like the other part of that not just pricing sony out mm-hmm. but also making sure that to kind of to your point like who else is going to be able to compete with this yeah you know like there's going to be like a few others left and I mean, like you said, I think that's kind of the... Because you were telling me the other day how much money Sony gets from Call of Duty oh, just alone insane. was like a... In the billions, I think you said. Yeah, it was it was their number one moneymaker. That's insane. Yeah, and so like... So, I mean, they could, to your point, also just say, oh, Call of Duty is now PC and Xbox only. Yeah. And that's what Sony was worried about. It was like, wait a minute. If you take that from us, then this is not going to go well. Yeah, and I think that that's what's going to happen. Is that that's what's the the gaming the gaming war? And you know, I always joked around with you, sending you stuff of like, oh, looks like I got to get a PlayStation now. Once whenever Bungie bought uh, or Sony bought Bungie, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, dude, they're totally taking Destiny. Like. I, I guarantee you it's going to be one of those where they're like, oh, well, you're going to do this. Stuff. It's going to get super, yeah, super petty really fast. I think so, too. Especially like how does Sony respond to that coming out that they want to price them out of the market? <laughs> like that's it's just going to intensify because of that. Yeah. So I feel like things are just going to get worse if they before or if they get better. No. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I don't. I don't know if they get better. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I've, I've got all the consoles, so I'm. So if Xbox takes over, then I'm set there, but I would prefer them to all remain separate. Yeah. Can't we all just get along? Why can't we be friends? Yeah. And they're like, because it's money. Yeah. <laughs> and all the while, Nintendo's just chilling. Bro. Just raking it in, like, hey, like by the way, super old console. <laughs> <laughs> that's essentially a tablet. Like, yes. that's all that it is. Yeah, it is like, and the, it's awesome. The very first iPad, like the, the mini iPad that came out, they're mm-hmm. like, hey, we're gonna use that. Only we're gonna put controllers on it, and we're gonna make it play these cartridges. And with these cartridges, you want to play Pokemon? <laughs> You're like, actually, I do want to play Pokemon. Yes, a lot. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, yeah, man. So it's always, it's always really good, dude. So okay, we have to get into it. It's hot outside, brutal here in Texas, but you know what? It is darkest before the dawn, which that means football season is right around the corner. That's what goes through my mind when it hits a hundred degrees. I know that the fall is right around the corner. Yes, dude. I, I know- need it to be because this weather is just brutal. kicking my butt brutal um yes and it is i am amped about it like i'm ready like once it hits 100 i'm like okay it means it's july august is coming and when august comes around i think it's what into august is when ncaa football starts is that right uh usually i believe yeah um so i'm amped for that so let's get into too early to call and we're going to go through and we're going to talk about who we think is going to win it all in the NCAA, the NBA, and of course the NFL. 
because whole lot of news going around. I mean, we're gonna I mean, especially when we get into some NBA and NFL talks. Like we're gonna talk some trade stuff. So NCAA, yeah, are you gonna go to a game this year? Do you for, ever go to a game for, for who? For in uh, in the in college, I don't. I don't really keep up with college football that much. Just kind of like the big games I'll watch, but week to week, I don't really keep. I don't have a college team. I kind of like UT, but. Hawaii was awful growing up, <laughs> so I never really grew an attachment to a team. You know, which is kind of weird because I went to like I was around the team. I went to yeah. practices and games and all kinds of stuff, but I never really got attached to it. I think we had we had talked about that before. Where how like why doesn't Hawaii good or this or that? Mm-hmm. I think it's and I, I have this one thought. I think it's the time difference too. That does make a difference because you had said something that i think you said it was like your uncle or someone and they mm-hmm. would wake up at, at like, like 3 30 in the morning <laughs> there to watch games i think that's what it is because yeah. otherwise it would be all about it right mm-hmm. like so i don't know sorry side note like that's why i think hawaii you know their coach only makes five hundred thousand dollars a year in comparison which is wild to say only yeah you know but when you're comparing to like these other guys, it's like eight times their salary. So, uh, college, you, you said you're, you're close to it, but you don't really pay attention to it, or you were close to it, but you don't really pay attention to it. You're probably, I'm going to probably talk about it so much in the upcoming, you're going to be like, okay, now I'm going to watch them. <laughs> it hasn't done that for golf for me yet. So, <laughs> no, but I haven't really talked about it a lot. We haven't gone to play yet, to be fair. So, yeah, which, hey, if you're listening to the Discord and you have an extra set of clubs, I'm trying to get a set of clubs for James, but if you have an extra set, hit us up. Let's all hit a round of golf. I'm so, down. I'm down to try it. I'm just the appeal isn't there for me right now. Yeah, and it probably won't. Let's be honest. It, it probably won't be won't, until we're it, in the fall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as much as you told me how much you do not like being hot. Oh yeah. It's probably not. It would probably completely turn me off to golf. Absolutely, you would be like. <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. Why did you bring me out here? This is so dumb. I thought we were friends. Right. <laughs> now I want to fight you. Yeah. Tell you what, you want this golf ball? Go find it in the woods. Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I think with college football, I mean, I'm really excited to, I'm actually going to attend one game for sure. I'm going to the Alabama UT game. Ooh, that'll be fun. In Alabama. Oh, wow. Yeah. So got a connection there. So I'm actually, me and my brother-in-law will be going to Alabama for that game. So we're gonna we're gonna see, man. We're gonna check it out. It'll be fun. Um, yeah, I don't know what. That'd what, be cool if they could pull an upset like they did last year. Um, oh yeah, if they get close for sure. I mean, we'll see. Uh, you know, one. You know, there's of course there's a lot of hype around Arch Manning being there. I don't think he's don't gonna think he's start gonna... this year because the you what's his name? I think yours Quinn or yours. Ears? Yeah. He's, he's like the Heisman favorite, I think, at dude, this point. He's beasting out, right? So, I am going to watch a lot of Colorado this year though, too. That'll be interesting. I'm excited for it. Like, I'm here for it. Like, I don't think any, they're going to amount to maybe they'll get a bowl game, like a good bowl game, but I don't think they're going to be studs or anything like that. Yeah, I dude, I don't know. Supposedly they may be they may be in competition for the the Pac-12, like mm. the Pac-12 championship. I mean, I feel like USC probably has that on lock. They have who's that guy? Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I mean, supposedly uh, Deion Sanders' son. Mm-hmm. Um, 
keep forgetting his name. Shador Sanders. Shador, yeah. Um, I was about to call him Shrewd, and I was like, that's definitely <laughs> not it. Uh, but Shador Sanders, like, he's, I mean, he's supposedly in the Heisman running as well. Like, he's supposed to be that guy, too. So it'll be really, really exciting. I know they got, I think they got the number one recruit for the past two seasons. Yeah, I know they got um, the number one corner two years in a row, and I think they that those two might have been the number one recruits in the nation. Wow, I mean, dude, if those you know to be able to lock those guys down, or mm-hmm. you know, to have that there as Dion, there's no better person oh. to be coached by. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, I mean, yeah. So it's gonna be. I think. I, th- I think college football this year is going to be great. I love it too because it's great to just like throw a brisket on, you know, or have mm-hmm. a brisket cooking and then just chill out. We had uh, the other day, um, like a, I think it was last weekend even, we did nothing all weekend. It was incredible. First time in like a long time. Mm-hmm. We did absolutely nothing. It was great. Um, and uh, I can't wait for that. The only thing that would have made it better was sports on. But there was no sports on. There's baseball going on, right? Bro, like I said, <laughs> baseball doesn't matter until October for me. It doesn't matter ever. Like September, October, I start it paying It doesn't attention. matter still. <laughs> like, the, the, I feel so, and, and to be fair, I feel that way about the NBA, except for Christmas Day um, and then games after the All Star break. And then I really pay attention to it once playoffs start. Yeah. So I still pay attention to the NBA in the regular season just because it's kind of the only sports during the week that I care about. Yeah. Until Thursday shows up. Yeah. And then it's like, Ooh, I'm gonna watch this game, which, okay. So before we switch over, cause I think that's a great transition is to talk about Thursday night football. Do you have a too early to call who you think is going to win it all? Uh, Georgia has been just on a dominant run. I don't know how much of their talent they've retained. Hmm. Uh, I know USC because I listen to a lot of Colin Cowherd, okay, uh, his podcast, and he's super big USC homer. So he's always talking about how much with like the transfer change rules, um, transfer rule changes. A lot of people, I guess, have transferred to USC and they're pretty stacked. And mm. with Caleb Williams, uh, I don't really know much about the team at all, but I'm gonna just throw a a bone out there and say USC. Really? Or Georgia. Wow. One of those two. Um, yeah, I think I, I still think it just comes down to Alabama and Georgia. Really? Yeah. I don't Alabama kinda got beat up on for an Alabama team last year. They lost twice uh, in the regular season. Yeah, yeah. I I mean they played they they played terrible. Like mm-hmm. there was one who did they lose to? was it Tennessee? Tennessee did they use lose to U T? No, no, they, they didn't. They, they came almost, close. yeah. Okay, yeah. But that Tennessee game was—I mean, it was—it was bad. They, I think, they barely lost, like by like one or two points, and they had like four turnovers. And you and Tennessee played like a perfect game. It was absolutely crazy because I was like, dude, wait—they're—they only lost by like three or seven or or it could have been less, but they, yeah, I mean, they just—they didn't play like a Nick Saban team. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, did they play UT after Tennessee? No, I think they played them first. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, because uh, because UT is not in the SEC yet, mm-hmm. so it would have been an out of conference game. Yeah, right. right, right, right. So, 
Um, so yeah, man. So it should be should be good. It should be something. Yeah. Did Alabama just get? Well, they always get an influx of talent. So oh yeah, that would have been a stupid question. To ask. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's still it's still Alabama, right? So um, Texas A and M supposed to be pretty good, but yeah, I think it'll just come down to Georgia and Georgia's just on a tear. They are, man. They really, really are, and it 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 really comes down to. Just your your offensive and defensive line, like mm-hmm. yeah, it's and great. they've just teams are just targeting uh, Georgia defensive linemen. Like um, who is it? The Bro. Eagles. They have like the best defensive line in the NFL, and they're just targeting Georgia guys. It's been crazy. Like the fact that the Eagles lost the Super Bowl by like a touchdown, a real close game, mm-hmm. you know, and then they get essentially. Who would have been the, the number num- one pick? Yes. Like, hands down. <laughs> yeah. Then he gets in trouble, and he's like, he falls out or whatever, you know? And and I'm like, dude, you guys are crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's going to... Dude, now he's going to... I mean, I think, yeah, Eagles are going to go on a tear, which brings me to Thursday night football. I love it, but Who's I Who's your it. picks? Pick for too early. Is it... One of the two, yeah, Georgia or Alabama. Gonna I'm gonna go one. with Georgia. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so which is <laughs> you were like, ah, I'm gonna throw out a bone that goes USC <laughs> or Georgia, but I'm pretty sure I'm watching Georgia in yeah. January. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it'll probably be Georgia. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's probably they're probably entering that that dominance phase. I know everyone else is trying to compete, but I just don't, I don't, I don't see it really happening. Um, I think the tough thing with Colorado and um, what's his name and Deion Sanders mm-hmm. is, dude, some of these guys now, like, and I totally get it. You just don't want to deal with bad weather. Yeah. And Alabama's weather is pretty mild. So is Georgia. I, to you, for somebody in the South, it's mild, but somebody from the North coming down and playing in that Alabama heat, that's tough. I would rather. As an athlete, I would rather go to the cold weather than the heat. Yeah, if I'm coming from the north or so. But you have to remember though too is that from the heat though, like it's not going to get bad when times matter. You're still practicing in it, right? For your two days and stuff. But September, then you get to October, November. The weather gets mild. So like where you could go to Michigan, mm. Michigan, mild. I I guess it gets. Somewhat, it's still like in the 90s in October in Texas. Yeah, but oh, I was talking about like Alabama and Georgia. It's still, I I, I would assume it's still that hot. I lived in Arkansas and it, the weather was comparable. comparable. Yeah, but it does. It still doesn't get as cold. Oh no, chance! It doesn't get near as cold in the winter months. It's moderate or mild. Yeah, and I think that's because I mean football is essentially more of a fall winter sport. Mm-hmm. So it's going to get cooler. And then, yeah, man, I think I think that's really where it comes in. Now, USC, of course, like that weather's amazing. Yeah, all the time. But How do they not just dominate like they did in the Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart eras? I, dude, I think it's I think it, it's Pete Carroll, right? You got to give yeah. it up to him and the recruiting, and then being able to pay players a lot of money under the <laughs> table. And now they can really pay players. <laughs> yeah, so. and the transfer portal rules, like USC, USC should just dominate should 
But and they have the money to pay these ridiculous amount of money to coaches. Oh yeah, man. So yeah, I mean they they should, but I don't know. I don't think that I, I don't I I think it also comes down to like the competition part, right? Like the Pac twelve just they're just not it. Yeah. You Watch <laughs> USC is gonna move to the SEC. <laughs> Dude. That would be that, that would, would be just hilarious. defeat the purpose of the conferences. I think eventually it either go it either breaks up into east west or north south. It has they That's have to I do think. something because the SEC is just kind of it's becoming a monopoly. Yes, at this point, or or they need to break it up how the NFL did and yeah. just like okay here are NFC the div- AFC yes yeah yeah and then here are the division that'd be so much more interesting. Oh, it would be a, it would be so good. So, which I mean, but you, the other thing too, is you have to keep like the rivalries together. Like UT and A and A&M need to play each other again Mm -hmm. and you'd have to keep OU in there. Are they not going to when they come to the SEC? They will. Okay. They will. But I'm saying like from the big game to go to. Oh yeah. Like like from the big 12 though, splitting, like they haven't played against each Mm -hmm. other in however long. So, and even that Texas Tech had a had a like a you know Texas Tech always has like a little brother rivalry with everyone but it was having that rivalry with um uh who um a, with A&M mm-hmm. you know I know there were certain like soror- uh not sororities but fraternities where they had if you if you steal like like some of the A&M boots like one of the corpse members boots which mm-hmm. is like a big deal like you're immediately in oh, and wow. it's apparently super tough for that to happen mm-hmm. you know so just all these different things and they would just do crazy stuff right mm-hmm. so um which okay this is funny i don't know if you know this or not so whenever texas tech is a funny story whenever texas tech scores a touchdown um they throw tortillas <laughs> did you know this i did it okay so yeah so they throw tortillas and on the field yes <laughs> Like they just throw them, you know. They throw them out there. And Does so, play stop or no? It, most of the time they don't make them out there, oh, and so like okay. they try to just get in them. the stands. They yeah, yeah. So like they throw, but you try to throw them onto the field. Oh wow! And so like if you remember during the Mike Leach days, like they scored a lot. Mm-hmm. So they had starting to put up like, hey, no tortillas, like these no like uh, like the the circle with a line through it with like another circle inside of it, and, then, <laughs> and that means no tortillas funny story so we went to the alamo bowl and um this was the year that i think mike leach got fired and so they uh so it was it was texas tech versus michigan state and we we were there and so we were on like the like the lower upper balcony you Mm -hmm. know so like at the highest part on the the highest part but we were on the the lower part of it and we were watching it and it was a great game and i remember this they scored and they were throwing tortillas the whole time. And I was like, dang, this is wild. Like, okay, somebody didn't do their homework on Texas Tech and knowing that, hey, when these guys show up, all the fans, they're going to bring tortillas. <laughs> tortillas, yeah. And so, I mean, they were slinging them. And they got, to your point, dude, all over the field. Oh, wow. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> like, and so, um, so much so, like, I don't remember seeing very many Tech players, like, without their helmet on, sitting on the sideline. And so, uh <laughs> I remember, and I distinctly remember it too, like it was yesterday. Uh, a Michigan State cheerleader was, they were walking around, like around the end zone. Was this at Michigan State? No, this was here at the Alamo Dome. So oh, Michigan State and gotcha. Texas Tech were playing. Okay, gotcha. And so a bowl game. And so they, uh, and Texas Tech scored, and people were just throwing tortillas. 
And I remember looking over and watching this one person sling it and they took the tortilla and instead of throwing it like a Frisbee, Mm -hmm. they turned it vertical and they kind of did like this little weird wrist thing where they flipped it kind of like in the motion of the tortilla. And so flips it around and this thing goes on a journey and it's gonna it, smack somebody in the face. I know it. And it is flying level <laughs> and out of is this from the balcony? From the balcony, oh, bro. Wow. They were higher up than we were. <laughs> and and it and it, it and it starts to go out level, right? And it gets a good distance before really dropping off. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, this thing turns sideways, turns vertical. Dude and had it, a remote controlled tortilla. <laughs> dude, it seemed like it. And this thing kind of goes up a little bit and then it dive bombs and just is going and it is catching speed. And it is just going straight down within like two seconds. This thing turns now sideways, levels out like a UFO, then and then makes probably flies like. 20 yards towards the end zone takes another dip going <laughs> sideways definitely remote control oh, tortilla. wild the hand of fate like some final destination yeah. stuff going on and then wham Smash. bust this lady right in the face <laughs> i hope he got to see the the whole trajectory and got and, and oh it would he he's probably telling this story somewhere <laughs> on his podcast without a doubt <laughs> It was incredible. It hit this girl right in the face. I felt oh, so man. bad for that cheerleader because, and now to just give you more perspective, he threw it. He was, we were on the end zone side. He was probably on like the 30 yard line. And whenever he slang it, it hit her in the corner of the end zone. That's insane. It was wild, bro. <laughs> Cause that, that's a lot of distance to cover from the balcony to the field. Oh, without Damn. a doubt. And to have the all- wrist strength that guy <laughs> just whip it like that. That's why I told you. I, that's why I tried to articulate how this thing was moving oh, and man. why it was moving because it was insane. He had a Indiana Jones whip type motion, bro. Something right? Like it was. I mean, it, was he it Harrison Ford that threw it, dude. I don't know, man. It was. But he, hopefully, he's making a ton of money playing frisbee golf right now. Oh, that's all. That's I all that I can. First draft pick. Bam. Right there, all day long. So, anyways, that was really cool. That was um, that was all that I uh, um, that was all that I had from that one, that story. So, uh, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. So NFL gonna be crazy. Um, who's your early picks for the NFL? Uh, it has to be the Chiefs, right? Yeah, I mean, or the Eagles. If they, I mean, they're bringing everybody back, and they just shored up that defensive line, barring no injuries. I hope that I would like to see the um, Chiefs get D Hop. I don't know. Oh, that would be incredible. That would be a lot of fun to see him, Mahomes, and Kelsey. Oh man, giving Patrick Mahomes that wide receiver mm-hmm. would be absolutely wild. It's funny whenever you ask a wide receiver, like, "Hey, or who would you like to go play for?" It's always the same five guys. Right? I, at this point, you sound dumb if you don't say Patrick Mahomes, though. Like, and that's what I think. I think they leave him off on purpose. There's that's the only answer. Like, 
even if you are J- Jamar Chase, you have to say Patrick Mahomes just to be honest. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's one of those like uh, yeah, you, you know, you and Joe Burrow have gotten to like you know throw you know throw to each other. Could you imagine? Sorry, that, that throws me off. Could you imagine how good Justin Jefferson would be oh, with? Man. That would be insane. Dude, I mean, because he's out there making plays. Kirk Cousins isn't bad, but he's not, like, top five. Yeah. I mean, bro, it's just... Some of these just cats, a, a multitude of guys that I would love to see with Patrick Mahomes. Yes. It's going to be incredible. In, I mean, if D-Hop goes there, that I think that the Chiefs do need to... I think the Titans offered him, but I... I there's just not a lot to be excited about with the Titans this year. I don't think Tannehill's going to pan out. I don't think Will Levis is going to amount to much. Malik Willis was outperforming him in uh, OTAs. So I'm just like, man. Right. Why did we do this? <laughs> I mean, Malik Willis was the best quarterback, uh, I guess, what last draft. In, mm-hmm. um, in a very, very weak draft last year. Yes. Which was, well, I mean, that draft was all defense. Like, mm-hmm. if you go back and look at it, it was like all defensive and all linemen. Yeah. Like the whole thing. So um, this one was. This year's draft was a lot more offensive focused, mm-hmm. but uh, or sorry, it was a mix like offense, defense, and offensive linemen. But I would, I you know, of course, I'm always rooting for the Chiefs. I'm just rooting for Patrick Mahomes, you know, mm-hmm. Reckon Tech. But yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I think with I think the Eagles are able to get Jalen Carter, yeah, <laughs> and all he has to do is stop one touchdown, and the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Yeah, it'll be a good. But if you add D Hop, that's that'll be a, a game whole other weapon because right. he didn't really have a, and especially how injury depleted they were, and he was playing on one leg in the Super Bowl. So, bro, Patrick Mahomes is him. Yeah, I mean, like we all know that. Like, I think he's just that good that even if you add Jalen Carter to the Eagles, he just elevates. Especially if he's not injured in the Super Bowl this year, it's hard to pick against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, you're totally right. Because, you know, that's the thing, too. Like, you know they're going to get better. And Kelsey mm-hmm. hasn't. I think Kelsey's in his prime, but he's only got, like, a one to two more years in that. Yeah. Before he's going to start. They need to draft another tight end just yeah. to kind of mentor him up. I mean, bro, come on. Like, there's you sent me that thing for Gronk where, like, yeah, no one is. Like, Gronk was, like, a top. 10 offensive linemen. Top five and, <laughs> offensive linemen and the top receiving option in the NFL. It was it was nuts, like, man. He was as about as if you're talking football player, he's probably the ultimate football player that you could ask for. Like positionally to as versatile as he was, yeah. it was just insane. You know what I don't understand? I don't understand why do quarterbacks get the like "Quote unquote, like best player ever thing, like, like, like just because they have so much of an impact on the game. Yeah, but it's it, but I think football. Like, okay, so I get having that conversation in basketball mm-hmm. because your skills translate, you know, yeah, like to all these different things. But in football, every role is so specific. But it's the only position that touches the ball every play, and with the state of the game now. Like, if you're going to win, it's going to be because your quarterback is successful. Right. No, I I, I totally get that. And so, 
you know, I, I get the MVP, but like as far as like whenever it goes to like the best player ever, I mm-hmm. think that's where that's where it always trips me up because it used to be owned by I think Jerry Rice, the best football player. Yeah, they, like like they would call. I mean, I remember people calling him the goat. I've always heard him. I've heard a few people say he was like the overall greatest football player of all time, but not many people I've heard. I've heard mainly Dion. Mainly on the defensive side of the ball because okay. I feel like defense is a lot harder to play than offense. See, so I, would totally I give more credit to a defensive player, especially corner. That's to me the hardest position on the field to play. Mm-hmm. You're responsible for so much, and it's so like if you mess up once, it's over. Right. And uh, I would say probably Dion or LT for me would be the best. Okay. Defensive play or not. Just football players of all time. Okay. See, and I could get behind that. Like, the athleticism, the knowledge, all those things. If you call upon them, they play different positions, mm-hmm. right? Like, don't give me Tom Brady. Because I know a lot of... I've heard a lot of football players even say that quarterbacks don't play football. Like, they're playing a completely separate game than and the I would rest, ag- everybody else on the field. And I would agree like, with to that. to the degree, almost, of, like, a kicker or a punter. Yes. I would see, and that's the thing. I would totally agree with that. Like, okay, do they have more impact on the game? Okay, I'll give you that. But they're not playing the same game that everybody else is. Right. It's so much less physical. Now, of course, like, now, of course, now at the and same they, time. there have been rule changes to bring that about as well. Like, yeah. they've cultivated this, where football isn't really being played by quarterbacks. Right. And so you have, um, now, now at the same time, like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm not saying anybody's sitting in the pocket and not just having to take one for the team. Yeah. You know, not saying that at all. It's just the overarching of like, oh, the best player. Like, I think, in my mind, I think, okay, who can get out here and, and be serviceable mm-hmm. in all the different positions? Every position, yeah. yeah. And dude, if you had Deion, could you imagine Deion Sanders getting the ball in the Wildcat formation? Yeah, for sure. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, oh, this is must-see TV. Yeah. You know, like, so that's but what... But also in the Wildcat formation, you need uh, some degree of power to kind of break that initial tackle. Like, you don't have as much open field. Um, like, on the in the open field, making somebody miss is important. In the right. Wildcat, getting past the line and breaking that initial tackle is important. And he wasn't necessarily known for that kind of power no no yeah definitely he was definitely more finesse yeah like kind of like barry sanders yeah well no never mind sorry did not mean to insult no one's like barry sanders when it came to that but he was still electric Mm -hmm. right so um yeah i guess that that was my own personal soapbox there on why like because most people say like oh tom brady's the best football player of all time and i'm like I don't think so. I, Best quarterback, I'll give that to he's you. He's hard to discuss just because I don't know that I even consider. He's the greatest winner in football history, I think. But I don't know that I would ever even consider him the best quarterback. Oh. And I don't know. It's because I don't know that he. You're just going to go uh, go ahead and open that can of worms, aren't <laughs> you? Like, let's. Because he's never been the most talented guy. Yeah. I think at the position and he just won. And I don't know if, and football is such a team game, right? That I don't know that I can give him the credit of the greatest quarterback of all time. 
he's the greatest winner of all time, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I've ever looked at him and said, oh man, he's the quarterback I want over anybody else. Like, So then who would that quarterback be? Now Patrick Mahomes. Like he doesn't, he's kind of in the LeBron camp for me where he doesn't, he hasn't accomplished as much as Jordan, but the eye test, and I'm not saying, oh, LeBron is that much better than Jordan or whatever, but uh-huh. in early on in his career, you can look at him and say, okay, he's one of like goat level player. Like he hasn't accomplished everything he needs to, to attain that title. Right. But he's in the conversation. See, and I feel like with that, I feel like he is the, um, like I would agree like Patrick Mahomes. I feel like that Tom Brady is more like the Magic Johnson part. And like, because there was a big conversation before that, like MJ will never be as good as Magic. Mm-hmm. And then until he ended up becoming better, winning six, multiple titles, multiple MVPs, like all the things that Magic didn't have. Yeah. Right. And so, um, with all those, you know, with everything else, you know, the the winning team, winning percentage, all that stuff. So I think that's that's how I look at like, okay, so Tom Brady is the guy who like set the standard mm-hmm. with um, like being like the greatest mm-hmm. or a quarterback part, right, with the winning and everything. But like Patrick Mahomes, I see, and hopefully is like that MJ who he will be the greatest. And yeah. So. That and I know you're just a huge LeBron James fan, and so and I'm more of a MJ fan, which I think makes this podcast great. So you're going for sum it all up next year. You're going for the who do you think is going to win the NFL? I think the Chiefs. Chiefs. Mm-hmm. See, and I think the Eagles, which is ironic enough. I want the Chiefs <laughs> to win, but I just he's so good, Patrick Mahomes. So and good. He's still so young, and I know we've discussed it in the past, like his contract. And how it's structured gives the um, the Chiefs so much more room to get better. Like the Eagles just had to play, had to pay Jalen Hurts. Yeah. The uh, Bengals, I don't think they've paid uh, Joe Burrow yet, but they're gonna have to. Yep. And then Josh Allen's uh, contract is gonna start kicking in, and like all these other teams that have these franchise quarterbacks, they're in line to have their uh, salary cap drastically impact the formation of rosters. Right. Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs have the luxury to build around him and it not he I think he's like the I don't know remember what number. I think like the sixth highest paid quarterback right now and yeah. all these guys haven't been paid yet. So I think the Chiefs dominance is going to just get exasperated cuz he's going to have all these weapons now. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to pay defense. Yeah. Like and so I mean dude, could you I mean <laughs> If you get if they were able to build a good defense, and, and that's how Tom Brady was able to dominate for years, is he was never the highest paid guy, and yeah. the Chiefs were, or I mean, the Patriots were able to build these incredible teams around him. Yeah, I mean, they always had a top five defense, the Patriots. Teams, yeah, you know, and so. But then, if you take that, take ta- Patrick Mahomes' talent, which to me, yes, is exponentially greater talent than Tom Brady. Right. And you're able to build the caliber of team that Tom Brady had with those Patriots teams. It's just, okay, you're looking at a dynasty to me. Yeah. I mean, it'd be crazy for him to win his first back-to-back. Yeah. Like, it would be, yeah, because only, he only has two rings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. But the one that he lost to Tom Brady, like, there was nobody no. out there. And 
that's the most impressive thing I've seen from a losing quarterback. It was insane, dude. He was getting demolished (laughs) the whole game, but just running, making plays all throughout, hitting guys in the chest, dropping it like. Oh man, he looked good out there. He did. I remember there was one he hit Tyreek Hill in the hands and the face. <laughs> it was like my guy. I I just need y'all to I just need y'all to catch the football yeah. and we'll we'll have a chance. We will have a chance. So uh, into the NBA now. Too early to call. Who do you think got it? Because it's going to be. Who this is going to be a good season next year. There's. Let's say, let's go ahead and just hop right into this one scenario that you had talked about off pod. Dame to the Heat. What's happening now? I feel like if you add, because what I've seen is Tyler Hero to the Heat and the, the Trailblazers don't want Tyler Hero, but Dame said he's only going to the Heat. Like if he gets traded anywhere else, he's just gonna not play. I mean, and you can't, you cannot give up Jimmy Butler right now. Yeah, for sure. But if you add uh, Dame to the Heat and just subtract Tyler Hero, who didn't play in the playoffs, that just elevates that team so much to me. Yeah, and I feel like the defensive tenacity that they have, you can he can exist on that team and kind of like a, a Steph role. And man, they're so good. They they would be too too good to me. I think they would win it all. Well, I mean, even that now you have Dame bringing the ball down. Yeah, and I think him and Jimmy Butler's style totally coexists. Mm-hmm. You know, Dame is such a great and Jimmy scorer. doesn't have to do as much on offense, and he's a great offensive weapon. Yeah, but if you allow him to just be that kind of defensive enforcer, oh and, man. And he can get out there and give you buckets too. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like especially because he always shows up when you need him. Yeah. And Dame is so. But Dame clutch. does too. <laughs> I know, man. Like Dame is so clutch. Like Dame time Dame is is a is real a real thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it. I think that would be that would be super exciting. the The Nuggets need to add something because everyone's going to figure that part out. So they're yeah. going to need to add something, even though, man, they are really... They're, they didn't struggle at all. No, the, and, they, and they're the structured really well. Yeah. You know, like, they have their four their four big players. There's... Are, maybe there's something to figuring them out, but there's also something to cont- continuity. Like, mm-hmm. just having a system, it working, and just capitalizing on it. That That's a thing, too. That's what made the Warriors so good. Yeah. You know, so... Um, but the Warriors, they always had to add a different piece or change up how they did it. You know, that was one thing that I thought made because um, LeBron James is such a great student of the game. Like you go back and look, and even when Jordan had their run, and it, even the uh, the Lakers, like every dynasty, you have to add something. Like you have to be like a little bit better, address a weakness, because these are the best minds in the sport. They're gonna figure this out. You have to go in and go. Okay, what do we need to fix? To what players do we need to swap out? Mm-hmm. And and uh, you know who hurt us, who helped us, all those things. And that was what made, um, I think, what made the Heat so great uh, during their run is they won it. Then they added another player. I think they added Birdman is who it was, um, but I couldn't remember. I think it was uh, who is the guy from Memphis. Um, oh, what was his name? He was another wing. Okay. 
And um, he just came up big. Shane Battier was that, it? No, no, Battier was already there. I he think. was. Yeah, but it was. Um, uh, it it might have been. I think Battier. Birdman was there for a while. I know, my the shooter, Mike something. Oh, Mike Miller. Yeah, Mike Miller. I think that's who it was. You're right. Because they added somebody and they and they came up big. They didn't do a whole lot. But Ray Allen as well. Well, was he there for the first one or no? Uh, no, he wasn't. Okay, so he was, was. He hit the heat shot. Remember? Yeah, yeah. They beat the OKC the first year. Okay, gotcha. So I, for some reason, I thought that he was he was there the. So first I think time. Mike Miller was there the first time. Okay, so then it was then, then you're right. Then it was Ray Allen. So it was Ray Allen, and that was the big piece that they added. And then adding that man, like it just made him. It it of it, it made them good enough to win again. Mm-hmm. And that's what you that's what you need. You got to be able to beat because everyone's going to know. You, who you are, how to run that against, and there's like like your 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 players, like your all stars, are still going to get theirs. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really it comes down to how good is the rest of your team. But then there's teams that are so good that it doesn't really matter. Like the Warriors with KD. Like if they hadn't gotten hurt, oh, yeah. everybody had gotten hurt that year, they would have just ran through everybody again for sure. For sure, and but then again too, they, that was the thing though is they had added, they built, they had who they had Zaza was that the guy's name? Because mm-hmm. they just needed another goon. Yeah, like and dude, if there was ever a definition of a goon, I hated it. That so it was that guy, man. <laughs> I hated Zaza. Every time that he jumped, dude, he like someone jumped around him, he was getting underneath him. Yeah, like, there were, that's there were, how Kawhi got. Wasn't that kind of the onset of the super Kawhi always hurt? thing i i can't remember but he was he was just such a dirty player yeah like it was just like okay like that's who this guy that's who this guy is like, mm-hmm. that's jacked up bro yeah um just the whole time like oh you're jumping oh you know and those are uh, even in playing street ball like they're unwritten rules yeah like you can foul somebody hard let on somebody them. land like give yes. somebody a space to land yeah like if you're gonna jump with them like don't undercut them yeah like that's when everything gets dangerous it's not um you know, if you're gonna foul him, like keep him on the ground. People, yeah. everyone that I've ever played with, um, and and whenever I've played, it's always like, hey, if you're gonna foul me, I don't care. Like I understand that that's what's gonna happen, especially in street ball where mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Um, like just don't foul me in the air. Yeah. Like foul me on the ground. Like I'm fine with that. Like if you grab me and it's like, hey, sorry. Like, or if they're in the air, just grab, like hold them. I've seen people like just catch the person. Yes. But you got to be super strong. Yeah. You got to know who like, you are. I can catch somebody, but right, right. I'm not gonna tackle you or anything like that. Exactly, exactly. And so I think those are the. But Zaza was just like, oh, you're going to stick my foot under you, so yeah. it messes up your shooting motion. Absolutely. Or I'm going to box you out while you're in the air. Yeah. Like why? That makes no sense at all. Like, um. And so yeah, he he was a goon, bro. <laughs> he was definitely a goon. Um. So yeah, so the Warriors they had added those to just be obnoxious, you know, be harmful, and then, um, and then I think that's kind of been LeBron James because he's only had one where he went back to back, and and the 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 Nuggets are going to have to do the same thing if they mm-hmm. want to go back to back. They got to add something. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I'm not. If I did know what that was, I don't think I'd be sitting here recording a podcast. I'd probably be running a uh, probably a GM somewhere, <laughs> but so do you think anybody in the East outside of um, or who? Did, what did 
the Grizzlies give up for Marcus Smart? Um, or who did the Celtics get for Marcus Smart, I guess? Because I think it was a three-team trade. I can't remember. Was it Chris Stapps? Yeah, it was. You're right. Yep, it was Por- um, Porzingis. Could, I mean, that could be. Porzingis, I feel, is really good whenever he's healthy. Mm-hmm. But he just hasn't been healthy. Where was was he at? He wasn't in Memphis. Where was he at? Um, where was he? He at? went from Dallas, or he went from the Knicks to Dallas to I don't know where he landed after that. Yeah, I can't. That's I think who he got traded from. Okay, I don't know. We'd have to go back and look because I I can't remember either. Was it the Timberwolves? No, I don't think so. Yeah, but he and and maybe that was too because he was in New York. I've noticed that New York maybe and maybe that's they the thing. hype up their guys. They do really well, man. <laughs> yeah, really, really well because they had. I mean, Jalen Brunson turned into a super duper star when he got to New York. Yeah, um, he started balling though. Yeah, well, so did Julius Randle. Um, he really he's been known as just like a good player, and I mm-hmm. felt like in New York he really really shined. Um. But then again, you have guys like R.J. Barrett, who I thought was going to be a stud. Yeah, but I tell you what, that what, what class was that? Twenty nineteen with him, Zion, and Jaw. Ja. And boys a mess, man. <laughs> boys a mess. R.J.'s not that bad. No, he's not. I think there was also there was some big scandal where some like social media girl was talking about like, oh, get you an NBA player. Like they're dumb. They. Oh yeah. And one of the guys from that class had a baby by her. Oh, so, yeah. So, like, he's lumped in with Ja and Zion. And man. Just some knuckleheads. Yeah, dude. And what's funny, man, is it's normally, like, these women are, like, in their 30s. <laughs> Chasing and- after. What's weird is that girl, she posted, like, uh, something about being on Kentucky's campus and, like, hunt. She was saying she was hunting. Yeah. And, like, just so scummy. <laughs> Bro. It's it's wild, man. Just just wild. And she that. is like thirty. Yeah, I mean that's like how most of them are. Because, and I only know this from looking at like NBA players. Most of them are like under twenty five. Mm-hmm. Like there, yeah. a lot of them are. You know, the ones that are really good are like twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty. Because they they're in their prime now, and they're so good. Yeah. Um, but. It's. I think it's just that social media life. They just get, they get so consumed with it. Which actually brings up something that I heard Charles Barkley say about LeBron James, how he's the best, like he's the best sports competitor ever, because he's you know he's been in the league for however long, twenty one years. Yeah, dude, and he's just done everything right. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, say what you will, like about like the decision. Like I get it. Like you, you know, he's gonna be. He was gonna be judged based off of how many championships he won. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't go do something, if he doesn't go do something else, that I don't think the Cavaliers will run very well. Yeah. Like, and only only whenever they whenever he finally brought a championship back to Ohio, back to Cleveland, it was whenever he got more say in the GM side. Mm-hmm. And getting players and and this thing. So I don't hold him too much, like the decision too much against him, but as being like the greatest, like sport, I guess I can't remember what Charles Barkley said, like sports competitor, dude, there's nobody that, um, I mean, he just, he just did everything the right way. No scandal, no, nothing really bad. Yeah. You know, like, come on. If the, the quote unquote decision is the worst thing you've ever done as 
dude. Yeah. Obviously doing everything right. Good dad. So I always want to give mad props to LeBron because I feel that sometimes I can come off as a hater. <laughs> you do. Uh, I, <laughs> I just I try to come off as a realist whenever yeah. they compare him to And Jordan. I've gotten better about not just being like a super duper fan and excusing everything. I feel like I can acknowledge his shortcomings and everything like that where I feel like a lot of times Jordan fans in that debate make it seem like there were no downfalls in his career and like kind of deify him and I I don't think that anybody's just above reproach like everybody kind of has their moments of weakness in their careers and see and I think in order to beat Jordan as far as like the greatest and have all those things you're gonna have to be a bigger jerk than Jordan was Mm. Like, and I, I, that's just what I think. Cause I mean, cause that's what it takes. Mm -hmm. And everyone, if you don't think like Jordan wasn't a jerk, he's just (laughs) ultra competitive, right? You can call it whatever you want. Like you have to be that level of competitive. And the only other person who was close to that was Kobe. I don't know that just with kind of the state of society now, I don't know if people are being raised to be that competitive. Like that mindset, I don't know that that could exist in most people. Like people, it's almost demonized to be that competitive. It, definitely at, at the same time, like you just have to be, you just have to be that guy though. Yeah. You know, what, I think people beat that out of people though. Like they criticize it so much. Like you're too competitive. You're like, that quote unquote alpha mentality yeah, I don't, is labeled as toxic and mm. I don't think that they're allowed to the things that go along with being that competitive I don't think are capable of really existing in society to that degree I don't know because I, I feel like Jordan was still like some of those things were still around maybe not to the degree that there are they mm-hmm. are but he also did a lot of things where he had like a very small entourage that wasn't even like none of them were his friends yeah like they were just like security this guy that guy you know like they're just these random dudes and so he kind of made his own bubble where he could be a jerk yeah or not a jerk but just that competitive and i think the other thing too is man he was just making so much money doing that Mm -hmm. being that way i don't know it but there's also kind of the anonymity of that time like with social media and everything like that and everybody's desire to be on social media there's not just that mystique of this superstar athlete or just any celebrity, really. Mm-hmm. But he was also in places like he was like he was more at the uh, he was, <laughs> he was more at the golf club than he was at the club. Mm-hmm. You know, like and you'll see whenever we go play golf, dude. Like you're four hours out there, and you don't really like react or interact with your phone that much. Mm-hmm. Like so, I think the I think I mean, and then imagine being that game also in the nineties, like you're only around that certain group of people, but then you have all the reporters and stuff. They know what, they know what golf, like where you're going golfing at. Mm -hmm. So like, that's why there's thousands of pictures. I think some of that, just what he did and who he was, that was, I mean, it, it benefited him Yeah, because he wanted to go golfing. He, you know, the social media part, you know, of course is always like a big argument. Mm -hmm. Um, but he still got busted for things that wouldn't have, that weren't in social media, right? Like he got you know for gambling and and all these different just comp- quote unquote competitive things. Yeah. But then the other argument too in that is that uh, I heard one thing say uh, 
someone asked him like, Hey, so like, what were you doing at 12 years old? And he was like, cause he was talking about like one of his camps and how good these kids are. And he's like, man, I don't get this. Like, how are you, how are these kids this good? Yeah. But yet they don't ever, they don't ever pan out. And he goes, and I can still beat them as they get older, you know, cause he still plays against a bunch of them. And, uh, and he was, and someone asked him like, well, what were you doing at that time? And he goes, I was playing baseball. And it's kind of one of those, I think it's just that more mentality thing than it was anything else. Mm-hmm. Whereas kind of how you said, like, man, maybe people don't want to, cause you have to just be okay with, or have that, that close group of friends mm-hmm. that you're fine with it. Yeah. You're just like, all right, I'm good with that. So I think it's more of like whether or not we will ever find or have another person who's like that, who's athletically gifted, has that mindset and has like laser focus. Yeah. And it's so much easier to not be focused now. Like there's so many things that can take your attention. Yeah. And so much easier for people to connect with you and put you on this pedestal. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. I mean, just like that level of yeah focus. I think it's, it's spot on. I really, really think it is. Yeah. So yeah, not, not anyone really having that focus. I think, so then back to the original thing, I think the Nuggets will add some piece, um, and then they'll be they'll be there. Uh, nuggets or Bucks? So, well, who do you think? East and West? Give me East, what? dependent on um, Dame. I say Heat. Otherwise, I would probably say Celtics. Okay. Uh, in the West, I'd probably say Nuggets, and I think the Heat would get the um, the Nuggets if they had Dame. That would be awesome. I'd be I'd be all in for that. Both those guys finally get a ring would just be fantastic. So speaking of the West, dude, we're here in San Antonio, of course, and the hype for Wimby is out of this world. To the moon. And he played in two or like one and a half games, maybe even like one game, played two games, maybe it was more like one game in the summer league. And I was really shocked that they let him play at all. Figured that would just be like one of those, like they just get to working out with him, this and that. But I mean, they threw him, they threw him into it, and yeah. he doesn't seem to really have like media wise, like a big personality. Yeah. So San Antonio might suit him super well. Yeah, he said he wants to just kind of disappear. Does it really? Yeah. I mean, so I guess him San Antonio's and, like the perfect. <laughs> yeah, him and Jokic, right? Like Jokic's yeah. like, I wear my horses. I want to go back to my land and take care of my horses. I love how you see, I went that like foreign Russian. thing. <laughs> yeah. Irish thing? Yeah. Um, Definitely not Irish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm super concerned with all the hype behind mm-hmm. Wimby. Not saying he can't be that guy. Not saying he's not once in a generation. I'm just, I, I am conservatively nervous yeah. that he's not going to be that level to pan out because yeah. the the first game I think he only put up like nine points okay and he said he he felt lost out there like he felt overwhelmed and yeah had a lot to learn and I guess that's a good mindset to have for a guy but if you're that much of a generational talent yeah like, you and shouldn't feel lost out there kind of essentially G League guys right and I was about to say and we're talking about the summer league part. yeah Right, so that's you're not going thing. up against like the best of the best. Absolutely, absolutely. And some of these guys, you know, they're trying to prove themselves. Um, and 
I don't know, man. Like there is, there is. I think, dude. He reminds me so much of. I don't know if you know who Sean Bradley is or mm-hmm. was. Yeah. I mean, dude, people are just going to be dunk hunting with him. I guess I came because I remember Sean Bradley as just this guy that was just bullied <laughs> by like the Shacks and the right. other like dominant centers of that era. I don't remember him being like this hype prospect. Well, he wasn't a hype prospect. He was still really good. I mean, he's in, for those of you who don't know who Sean Bradley is, he's a real tall guy in NBA Jam, the goofy white dude. Um, and so NBA Jam, I'm sorry, Space Jam, not NBA Jam, Space Jam. He's a tall, goofy white dude um, who was, he was actually good. He was actually very good. I think he has a couple all-stars, but not he was Brian good. Scalabrini. Do what? No, I said not Brian Scalabrini. No, whoever that guy is. I you don't know that. who the was it? The White Mamba, the oh, just the gotcha, dude from the gotcha. Celtics, the red haired dude. Okay, uh, I know. Yeah. I remember the name, but he was just kind of like a meme, almost yeah. of like people. I don't know why. I don't even remember why, but they kind of elevated him, and he was just somebody that people really liked. But mm. he never really did anything in the NBA. Yeah, Sean Bradley was was really good, but he was really good defensively, and so because he was like super tall, he was like seven mm-hmm. three or seven six, something ridiculous. But he never really put on weight, and especially back there in that time period where everyone was ten pounds heavier, um, you kind of needed some big body stuff, you know. And so he was just really tall. He blocked a lot of shots, but because you're down there blocking shots. You're getting dunked on a yeah. lot. Like there was, there was a lot of plays that you know, hey bro, meet me at the rim, and that happened. Quite honestly, um, and so I don't know. So I think that, I think that's what's going to be. I don't know that that is I, he he's going to shoot really well, mm-hmm. but I don't know. You had sent me something that was really wild. It was like his two K rating. Yes, he's already. A 93 overall in 2K. I sent you another ridiculous rating. Ben Simmons is an 87, apparently. Yeah. At, but other players that are 93, for reference, Ja Morant is a 93. Chris, Damian Lillard's an 89. Katie, Kyrie Irving's a 89. Shai Gilchrist, Gil, I don't know how to say his name, SGA is an 87. And... He's just not, he hasn't proven that he's better than these all-star, all-NBA caliber guys. Yes. And that's what, and I think Devin Booker's a 91. Wow. He's not better than Devin Booker. Yeah. What's KD at? KD is a 96. A 96. So, I mean, he's like three points under KD. Like, I I, I don't know, man. That's the thing. This is... Right, like we'll have to wait and see, and I, and that's that's what concerns me about all the hype, and that was one of the things that Charles Barkley even said. Jason Tatum's a ninety-three. Wow, put that one in perspective. That's what. <laughs> now, of course, they're gonna have different attributes, right? That, yeah, like ranks him, but shooting has to be in there now. Yeah, and so, oh man, dude, height, shooting, all that stuff. See that that was one of the things that. I remember Charles Barkley said even in that back to you know a little bit back about LeBron James is that LeBron James he at least like he showed up first day mm-hmm. and was every like he was that day one talent yeah. who showed up and made a huge impact like I mean the the, the and even Luca like he had 
not this degree of hype about him, but I remember him yeah. being really hyped and he showed up like day one. So, I mean, we, we can only hope. I don't think that maybe because it's, we're also in San Antonio, mm-hmm. but I feel like the Wimby hype is everywhere. Not- it was like the number two most watched um, summer league game of all time. Wow. Only behind Zion. Oh, okay. And Zion was, I mean, that- super hyped. And we saw Zion. So we, right. there was more reason to be hyped. Yes. Because his Duke run was just insane. It was, man. Year. It really was. I mean, it was it was, it was was fun. It was must-see TV. It was, you know, he was jumping out the gym. It was great. Yeah, man, I think that it's just, I I don't know. I'm, I'm really concerned. I don't know if it's warranted. I kind of want the guy to just be 19 coming in. Like, yeah, like, oh, he's the number one overall pick. It's going to yeah. be great, but... Like, I know one person who's a big Spurs fan, and he put up on social media, like, I'm keeping receipts for everyone who called him a bust. And I'm like, it's a little too much who's, energy Nobody's for that? calling him a bust at this point, but just like, okay, just slow down. Maybe don't crown him as the greatest player of all time before he's even really stepped on an NBA court. For sure. I mean, and this is going to be the other thing, is that let's say he is great. Mm-hmm. And he is going to have to follow. I mean, like there's going to have these conversations of, dude, do you think he's going to be the best spur ever? Hold on, bro. Tim Duncan is <laughs> yes. just, he's the most disrespected man in all of sports. <laughs> Without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. Like his, he was so good. So great. I mean, you know, five championships, three MVP, uh, three M, uh, MVP finals. Like, when he started giving that man, you yeah. know, so that the respect that, that he deserves. And that's kind of like, and then on top of that, like, then you have like, dude, what people are going to start comparing Wimby to LeBron James. And then they're going to call me an old hick. Cause I'll be like, bro, I'll watch LeBron. Like Wimby is not that guy. <laughs> you know, like that's, yeah. that's going to be like the next thing. And then they're going to, you know, cause it's going to be like, Oh, Wimby's better than Jordan and LeBron. And I'm like, hold on, bro. We got to keep this thing in order. Once like all of the, people that put Jordan as their goat like once they age out do you think he'll be still be perceived as the goat or will the general consensus move to LeBron um because I feel like the goat kind of you run out of people that actually saw them and they kind of age out and kind of give it to the next person and because nobody considers um Bill Russell the goat or Kareem the goat, right? And I think that 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 comes down to um, so there, there's some other different thoughts in that. So the the each generation thinks that they're better than the than the than the last one, mm-hmm. or that they're better than the current one, right? Like so, um, whether it be you know athletically, mentally, or sorry, intellectually, athletically, intellectually. Athletically, I think it's undeniable that each generation gets more physically gifted. I don't think so because it's, there's still so many records that that stay for so long. I don't think that's an indication of athleticism not getting greater. I think just the overall athleticism it's just proportionally rises. So everybody's playing against the same amount of competition. There was a there was a TED talk that I watched or where- you're saying like Sprinting or so. I'm saying that, yeah, sprinting. I mean, because that's all but athleticism. Those do, like, but like the Usain Bolts of the world, like they're he broke all those records, like, right? But then those records hold for how long, though? 
That's the thing, though. So, like, it would have to be one of those that every... But, like, training techniques and everything like that, those develop and people are more athletic. Like, the overall athleticism is just exponentially higher than in the past as a whole. You get these outliers of, like, these super studs, like... Usain Bolt or whatever once every however long yeah but the overall athleticism is undeniably much greater then I always argue like okay then like why haven't we seen anybody like Bo Jackson or Deion Sanders that's like the outliers that's the one person that is this just super athletic person right but 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 that would be but that one would also equate into the into like the 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 older generation or whatever that may be right so because it's because um, you're also because Dion, he if he came up in today's era, he'd be more athletic than he was in the past, because of the amount of available equipment, training techniques, and medical science and everything like that. It's just greater, so there's more of a propensity to be more athletic. And gotcha. I mean, we I, I hear what you're saying that like like some of those things help out a lot, but there was like one big jump that happened. Uh, and that like in sprinting, for example, and that was whenever they moved from running on like dirt and sawdust to the actual track. Mm-hmm. And because the track actually gives like a little bit more spring back. Mm-hmm. And so then, then there was those, there were those big jumps. And even with that, with the, you know, with the advancement in sports science and medicine, and we see those things, I think the majority of it really comes into, into play more on the rehab side and you know more about this than I do so this is just an opinion on my side so but then you look at like everybody's jumping out of the gym like I don't how can you look at the basketball that was played in like the 90s and then the basketball that is it's not better necessarily skills wise but athleticism wise how could you not look at today's game and think they're more athletic well the other thing though is that they don't weigh as much they're 10 pounds lighter and so they're and the game is quote unquote a little bit faster. So the math is there on that part. You have a little bit lighter guys. They're going to be a little bit faster. Um, it it's also you don't need to be as big because it's not as physical. Um, there's it's it's really hard because like the games are they're 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 both so different. Like I can't go out and you know if I go out and play. A game now I could be seen as like a goon or too aggressive because of you know well that was how I I learned to play mm-hmm. and I remember going and playing against those who were a little bit older than I was out there playing street ball and I was like dude these guys are so aggressive like you run through the paint and they wouldn't even they wouldn't I even think swipe at the most ball. times or a lot of times over overt physicality is to make up for a lack of athleticism so I think the game was more physical because it there, it wasn't comprised of as much, much athleticism as it is today. I mean, but you'd have to say that about tennis and baseball. You can say that about things. football as well. Uh huh. Like that, the same exists in football. Right, but then you'd also have to look at like tennis and um, like tennis and golf. I mean, we had Tiger Woods, but Tiger Woods did the one thing that no one else did in golf. He weight trained. And Jordan, I remember that being a big talking point in the last dance right so like you implement those things into sports they're gonna get more athletic yeah but even that people knew that he was weight training and so everyone else started weight training they didn't just let him have that advantage at that time mm-hmm. you know it's all but like, that's 
that's an advancement in sports that drives sports to create better athletes. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's what I'm saying is the catalyst and the reason behind, okay, there's better athletes overall in today's game. And I think that would be the question then. Is it better athletes or just better technology? Because that was the other side. I think it's you can't separate the two. I think you can totally separate the two. Because you could still have, especially when it comes to like skills, because you're going to have in that you would say, okay, well, this person has better skills, but that person has better technology shoes all those things right mm-hmm. like they look at those and they're like oh man well i wouldn't have rolled my ankle if i had these shoes but no what was i playing in i was playing in chuck taylor's you yeah. know and so there were there was always those little bits that that people look at right and mm-hmm. that, and i think everyone thinks that or not everyone but everyone has we're all we all have our the recency bias yeah of what was my most recent experience So like, you know, my most recent experience, if I can go out there and I can still beat like some high school guys, like high school kids that that play for a team or I can be competitive with them after not playing for however long, Mm -hmm. I look at that and I go, dude, in my prime, I were way better than y'all. Like when I was 18, you know, you have that conversation again of like, wait, if I'm still out here hanging with y'all and y'all are supposed to be better, more athletic. I, I think there's a difference in better and athletic. Like, I don't, I'm not advocating or saying that they're better. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying because of all of these things, they're more athletic because gotcha. they're weight training, because the shoes, because of the ability to rehab better, mm-hmm. they're more athletic as a whole, like the whole of the population of everybody that plays basketball or football or whatever sport okay. is more athletic. That's always like a, like a, and, and, and I think this is such, we didn't even have this in the notes. So this is like really cool, just topic for, for, you know, I would love to hear what everyone says in the discord too. Cause it, it is one of those of like, how do you determine like athleticism though? You know, if you're not better at them in this sport, is it jump height running? Is it like, what are those basic, is it combine stuff, right? Like combine mm-hmm. metrics. That's what I look at as athleticism, just the combine metrics. Okay, gotcha. It's kind of how I boil down to, okay, that's an athlete. It's just how good are they at performing athletic feats. Gotcha. So then I guess I would really just break it down to track stuff then. So we'd have to gauge like but do the track best, and field stuff. Like, I don't know that the best athletes pl- just focus on track and field because because track is such a technique and form dependent. Like running is so technique dependent uh-huh. that I don't know that you can say okay. It's kind of like the soccer debate that we kind of have. Like the we U.S. Would so win in soccer, bro. <laughs> like our best athletes <laughs> don't run track and field. It's the least monetizable like major sport that we have like they're not being driven to that so because uh, right. like the guys like Tyreek Hill or DK Metcalf they can just on a whim go out and run with these guys yeah but they don't win though. they don't like, win but they don't train for it as well yeah and they're able to compete no no I I, I get that but the, I mean at, at the same level though like I remember DK Metcalf went out and and but Tyreek Hill he also ran in college um they don't may not like they're training before they get there though. Mm-hmm. They're not just like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to go out here. But and they run don't this. in their prime athletic years. They're not solely focusing on training for track. Right. No, no, I, I get that. But there are all of these other guys who like, that's all that they've trained for. You know but that like, that's not their best of the best absolute 
the supreme athletes that we have, though. No, I definitely hear that. But at the same time, just kind of going back, because you had said, like, you know, combine stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, and like track and field, like that's the one where it basically encompasses all that. So, like, it's my argument. Of the people that that play track or run track and field. Which, if you look at the combine numbers of NFL, NBA, those are elevated. Gotcha. And so, but they're also just started measuring those. Whereas like I would, like my argument would be like in track and field, which would be. They had the combine when Dion was in playing. Okay. Right. No, no, I told that even in the last, what is that? 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. So, but we have, we have records for 70, 80 years, a hundred years. And in the, the Olympics. The, I know, but those records keep getting broken though. But like, right, but it's not. But it, they don't get. They're not. They're not getting broken, or they're not. Yeah, they're not breaking those records. Like um, every like like Michael Phelps' records won't be broken for a while. Does that make sense? So it's that's like, an assumption, though. Like, or that, even even like I mean, there's still hundreds of records though, or hundreds, but there's still a lot of records that aren't broken. Like or or went so long, went twenty thirty years without being broken. But improvements are incremental incremental changes. It's not like okay, overnight there's just this crop of infinitely better athletes. I think over time, just the athletes have and will continue to be more athletic. No, I I, I hear what you're saying in that. I think that it's more of the, and that's what my argument is. Like I think it's more of the. Um, uh, I think it's more of like the technological changes that help them to surpass that. But I don't know if that's really, if that equates to more athleticism and just like, oh, hey, you were able to get there because you but had that, I, this I agree knowledge. With, I agree with that as well. Like I said, okay. You don't get to have both. Don't, <laughs> no, you I can't said, be like, hold on, dude. Actually, that's right. But technically, this is right too. I, no, which I'm just I know saying you, like, you okay. can't pull that card because you actually know what you're talking about. And I'm just throwing out opinions. Because so. like if you give Dion the technology, give Bo Jackson the technology, Bruh. he would have still played. How much like, have we talked about that before? <laughs> about like him just being able to go in. And they say that surgery for him, for his hip would have been minor. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we got you, bro. You'll be out. You'll be out in two weeks. Four to six weeks, high ankle sprain, you're good. You give these athletes, like, you raise their ceiling, essentially. Yeah. You raise the ceiling that they're able to attain. And that's all that the technology, the training affords today's athletes. The ceiling has just been raised, is, I guess, what I would equate it to. Okay. And and I look at that like... Dion would have been more athletic than he was in that time in today's game. Because of the training and everything afforded to him. Gotcha. So then in that, though, would that have made him better then? Yeah. But but better than the athletes now? I I don't understand. Of course. <laughs> so I think that's because I think that's what that's that's the thing is like, oh, you're not really better than me. You just have or more athletic. You have more technology. But I, I don't separate the two. Like because that if you use that against today's athletes to me that's just kind of hating like you use what's given to you it's you don't get to say oh well if i had that i would have done this like no that's that's weak to me like, yeah but but that's what people do or even people say like oh you can't beat me and you have all these you have all these resources so are you really that good i think most athletes now are not mentally as strong as probably previous athletes and i think that is a factor that keeps them. It's kind of like the Jordan thing. Like, okay, they're this good, 
but they're but not going to have that mindset. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's more so a mindset thing, not an athlete. Cause you can be super stupid athletic, but if you don't have the mindset, then you're not going to be as successful as somebody that's less athletic, but has that supreme mindset to you, yeah, gotcha. superior mindset to you. Yeah. That's, that's definitely interesting. I think that's definitely like one of those topics that we could probably talk about all day because there's so many more questions because I know I've known guys who are super athletic some of the most athletic kids that I've ever seen but they didn't play football yeah like one kid he did wrestling super athlete but wasn't aggressive when it came to the football field Mm -hmm. and but I've you know we would play like capture the flag or something like that at church camp and I've never seen somebody run around like that Mm -hmm. like dude was Tarzan you know, it was it was incredible. I was like, oh my goodness! But then, like, they, you know, but I knew some of the football coaches, and they're like, yeah, he tried out. We couldn't get that aggression to come over. They're like, we tried. No, yeah. trust me, we we see the athleticism, but it doesn't it doesn't move over. Mm-hmm. So definitely super interesting, super super interesting. So uh, we had a couple more topics. Um, I think we're gonna say that. Let's say that we, we want to talk about superhero fatigue, but we'll save it for the next one because okay. we're, we're already like time bro with uh so dad talk all right let's get into great dad talk how do you take care of yourself self-care for me it's it's really my gym time okay because um and just for a multitude of reasons um i remember at church like we had like a promo thing that they asked me to be a part of for easter and the premise was worship anywhere Okay, And I had just started kind of switching up my workout routine and like listening to worship music. And that was kind of my time with God while I'm worshiping or my, the time with God while I was working out and just kind of have like some worship sessions at the gym or in the sauna. And it's just my self care time, my time with God. And it just edifies me so much and brings me just so much peace to be able to physically exert myself and just for my mental health, just working out and then coupling that with being my time with God. It's just so beneficial for me. Mm. That's awesome. Did you, do you do so? So exercising, getting to spend time with God. Do you do anything? Is there, uh, I know you're a big movie guy. Mm-hmm. So is that one of those, like just something like refill the tank? Do you ever go to the movies like by yourself or like just you and your wife? Like what, what does um, that look like? Yeah. Just time with friends, like gaming is a big kind of refueling thing for me. Uh, I don't get to do it as much as I probably would want to, but I I also do really enjoy my time with my wife and kids and everything like that. So making time to do that is important and really refuels me. We just had um, Comic-Con this past weekend and just the fact that my wife and kids sacrifice and do these things to bring enjoyment for me. So it's not just like, a, okay, what do I do for myself? Mm. It's the thing, things that other people do for me that I'm appreciative of and that they afford me to be able to do. So self care, it's important to take time for yourself as well. But you also, for, as a married person, you want to be with somebody that recognizes that you need that in yourself and affords you and creates the space for you to be able to do that man i think that's so good is just to be like i think it's such a good point is to set that time up for it but also be able to like tell your spouse tell your wife like hey 
I need this time so I can be better all around. Yeah. Like, and then being sensitive to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, hey, okay, definitely. Like exercising, working out. I think that's one of those two, like for, um, I think as men, probably exercising is something that we all need to do more of. Yeah, um, for sure. And so I know like I went to the gym with you a couple of weeks back. I need to get back on it with you. But it's still one of those of like, hey, exercising just helps out so much mm-hmm. as men, you know, um, I'm just so much more resilient to yeah. everything when I've gotten a workout in. Wow. That's so good. I bet that's, that, that's smart. And you, you notice those things about yourself too, mm-hmm. because I know you went through like a, how long have you been exercising? Cause you like, you went through like a whole like transformation, right? Um, um so when my son was born, I just kind of really locked in as like, okay, I need to set a better example mm-hmm. and just be a healthier individual. And I've lost, I think like 86 pounds come on bro he's been born so just really being and it didn't happen overnight and i've kind of reached like a, you didn't take a shot magic pill <laughs> no get you a tapeworm from mexico you know no. and, you know. <laughs> uh it's just i've kind of reached the point where i want to be at so it's kind of stagnated a little bit but yeah. i don't want to be like i still want to enjoy like okay if i want to have a pizza one day or so i don't want to be this just super supreme like Marvel character type body. I want to still be realistic about my health and enjoy my life. Um, But it's probably been about like three years. Wow, man. The journey. That's awesome. That's super, super, uh, like that's really, it's lost 85 pounds. So so that self-care was actually a huge proponent for you, like you said, like just becoming more resilient and Mm -hmm. everything. Dude, that's awesome, man. So I, I would say like totally agree with that. Like, having self like self-care i think for men obviously we're dads more of a dad's show but so most of our people i think are that are most of our listeners are men i know there's some of y'all women out there we love you we love y'all especially our wives yes absolutely super supportive um but it is just that exercise right Mm -hmm. like like you said it makes it you know i think self-care when you start it needs to start with um i would i would say you know your mindset Mm -hmm. and then exercise or you could reverse it and go exercise because that will help your mindset. Yeah. You don't even need to exercise with the intent of it. Some doing something to your mindset. Mm. Obviously, don't just go out there and hurt yourself. Like, right. Get a workout plan. Like know what you're doing going in, or ask someone to help you. Or even that, if you don't know what you're doing, man, reach out doctor, to me. Yeah, like, I would be gladly help you on your fitness journey. Um, just exercising will just it will help. Yeah. Like or, everybody should exercise. And even my doctor would tell me like, dude, just start walking. Yes. Like just do what you can. Yeah. In any capacity. Like if it is just going out and walking. Yeah. Walk for an hour. Taking the stairs. Like yep. little things make little changes. And then if you implement a lot of little changes, it amounts to a big change. Right. And so, and that's so important because you're trying to be, you're trying to be there for your family. You're trying to be there for your friends. You're trying to be there to enjoy your life mm-hmm. and then everything that you have going on. And you can do that if you take care of yourself. And it's not being selfish. Like, I think there is a line there, but that line is so far away. Yeah. Especially from parents. Like, mm-hmm. it's normally so far away that very few of them actually ever get there to it. Yeah. Um, but think if like, okay, what's better for me to be gone for an hour now or lose 15 to 20 years later? Yeah. And I think that hour now will definitely, definitely make that up. Especially if you you can work out early can work out that's what work. i do like, like i get up at 4 30 to go i 
I have been this last week mm. consistently getting up at 4.30 and it just makes it so much easier because I don't have to sacrifice an hour away from my family or so. Yeah, they're sleeping. And yeah. You're there to put them down for bed and everything else. So such a big deal. Self-care, man, make sure that y'all... Um, do something. I start, you know, sometimes whenever I don't, I can't do anything. I just grab a kettlebell because I have a bunch of them. Yeah. And I just do a hundred swings. It's like, all right, well, that's all I have time for today. Or that's all I made time for. Yeah. It should be. But it's something that we, you, you can take those steps. And I think you're the great example of that. Losing 80 pounds in three years to being tip top health or good health. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, guys, that's all we got for y'all today. Appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoyed it, hey, make sure you leave us a review or go ahead and rate us. Man, that helps us out a ton if you haven't done that yet. Five stars. Yeah. Hey, we love the five stars. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed it, share it with somebody. Y'all have a good one. God bless. God bless.